Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. The I Am Rappaport podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattresses. Casper.com. It's an award winning sleep startup. Go to Casper.com. $50 off purchase of any size mattress. Put in the code Rappaport, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T, Casper Mattress in New York City. You can keep the bed for 100 nights. You could get your freak on for 100 nights. If you do not like the bed after 100 nights of sleeping luxuriously, of your lady sleeping luxuriously, of your boyfriend sleeping luxuriously, whatever you're into, you're going to sleep good after 100 nights, you can return the mattress within 100 days. That's a guarantee. The, the, the bed will be delivered between two to five days anywhere in the United States and Canada. Same day delivery in New York City. Uh, a bike messenger could bring it. New technology. The bed will come in a fucking box. Casper.com. The promo code is Rappaport. You get $50 off the mattress. We do not plug. We do not support. We do not take sponsorship from anything we have not tried and we are not passionate about 450%. This is the I Am Rappaport podcast, and we fuck with Casper.com. All right, I'm in here. <laughs> Weezy, go watch out. That's my. That's the, the, the I Am Rappaport podcast dog. <laughs> Weezy, sit down. I'm in here with my man, Matt. Mag- is it McGrory or Mc- McGory? It's always a good way to start off an interview it with is. somebody like- fucking not knowing that... <laughs> But well, I was, know, it's because I spelt your name when I fir- first met Matt Magori. Right. When we worked together on a show that I have coming out, I only have one show. This motherfucker's on well, two 
shows. But we, we met on a show that I have coming out in August called Public Morals. Yeah. But Matt is on two motherfucking hit shows. Well, and a, and a little bit. I like to take a little piece of your pie on Public Morals, a little, you know. No, 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 You're not fucking swooping up what I'm doing over there, Public Morals, right? You, but, but you are, but, but who knows? I mean. The, 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 you might be the magic fucking touch. Right, you never know. You might be, if, if Public Morals opens big. Yeah. Fuck me and Ed Burns. Fuck the fact that Spielberg produces it. I don't know who that guy is. Matt McGord, that's the fucking... That's three for three. That's three for three. I mean... That's, that's big. Yeah. That, I mean... That's I like know. ready for primetime shit. I was going to say, I mean, I don't know what batting averages are, because you know I don't know sports for shit, but that's, that's a pretty good... That's like a thousand. A thousand, right? Okay, I didn't know that. You're batting a thousand. Wow. Because if you don't know... Because Public Morals is premiering August 25th on TNT. But if you don't know who Matt is, he's one of the stars of two hit fucking shows. One... <laughs> Is a streaming show on Netflix. Yep. Orange is the new black. Or yep. Orange is the new motherfucking black. That's that's what I like to call it. Or and on ABC, How to Get Away with Murder. I mean, you're doing two hit fucking shows, and I don't care if you we're we're, we're not gonna talk about, well, you're not the star of Orange is the New Black. Right. You're two for two. That's true. Two hit fucking shows. One's a Netflix show, which I want to talk to you about later on about the difference between doing a streaming show, a hit streaming show, and now a hit ABC primetime television, a monster fucking hit. Yeah. So I want to talk about the craft service differences. I want to talk about (laughs) the the, the treatment. Like, do you have your own chair? Like, you see here in in the I Am Rapport podcast, you see that chair. That's veteran shit right there. That's veteran. Is that like a fucking massager in the back? It's got a lot of things going on, but I I have my custom chair in here. I love that. And if you don't have one yet, you're certainly on the the way to have (laughs) one. I mean, soon. Soon enough. All right. So so let me ask. I'm going to just throw questions off. Yeah, yeah. All right. So your character on Orange is the New Black is Johnny, Officer John, right? Yeah. And what's his last name again? Bennett? Bennett, yeah. Officer John Bennett, and he, on on How to Get Away with Murder, you play Asher. What's his last name? Millstone. Okay. Yep. Two for fucking two. <laughs> so we're going to start with Orange is the New Black. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So when you first got the script or the sides or right. a call from your agent yeah. to audition, right? they were like, this is a Netflix show. Now, you, you were a young actor. How old are you? I'm 29 right now. You're 29, but you're you like you started Orange and New Black when you were what, 25, 26? 20, let's see, probably 20 shit. I mean 27, 26, 27. And you hadn't done what before? What had you done before that? I had done so I'd been, you know, studying it for a long time, went to high school for it for college and all that shit. Right. Pipe that, dreams, hoop dreams. Right, exactly, Who the fuck knows exactly, what it's gonna turn no. into? At that point in my life, I'd been like cop number two, like a couple times. Right. And like I've had these five line roles and shit. Right. So frankly, and frankly, actually I didn't have I didn't have an agent at the point. That I got this. Okay. Like, I, I like, couldn't get a fucking agent okay. for forever. You, so you didn't have an agent when you got the audition for Orange is no. New Black? No. I, had, I, had, I love this shit. Yeah. This is just what I like to hear. I had this one dude who's his manager. Because I want to find out who the fuck is your agent now. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. I want to I I talk to this yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> like, well, I where where the sure fuck that, were you back when? Let me fucking talk to this motherfucker <laughs> now. Because I, if I were you, I would start negotiating with the agents. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Now you know what? I'm not comfortable paying you ten percent. I don't care that every other actor 
has paid you 10%. You're coming to me now because yeah. I'm on a fucking monster That's show. Right. That's Let right. me be your lawyer. I'll negotiate yeah. against I your agent. Yeah. I'll renegotiate your whole shit. So go ahead. We're Sorry. gonna bring that chair with you and you're gonna uh, don't worry. Your yeah. I'll come in there right now with this. I'll bring my dog. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, so break it down. All right. So basically I, I you know, I had had a I had an agent who I like went on like once one I went out on one audition a month for like a five line role. I'd been working with this this guy freelance for a long time, this manager who's kind of has a be- very bad reputation in the industry for being a, a prick. Okay. Um, and he sent me on like t- t- two TV auditions a year. And then this just happened to be one of them. And I just fired my agent, so I hadn't had an agent for a couple months. And they said to you, what, this is a show, it's on Netflix? He didn't even say anything. They send the email and you're just like, great, I, I have no audition, so I'm going to go on this audition. You know So what they're I mean? just sending you places. Yeah. And it's, bar- you know, like I said, like two TV auditions a year from this dude. Damn. And once a month from these, like my batting average was fucking great. Like even these like cop roles, like I was bad. I was like one in four. Like I would book. Like, okay. Okay. Which is kind of crazy. But, but they were small parts. They were small parts. And, and, and so you're 25, 26 at this point in your career. And we're going to come back to orange and yeah. black and how you, are you like, kind of like, fuck, are you nervous? Cause you went to, you went to LaGuardia. Yeah. Are you like, shit. Uh, am I going to be able to do this? Because I know the fear of it, especially a young actor, because you're like in your head, I, I'm going to be an actor. Yeah. I'm going to support myself like this. Mm-hmm. And and that's the way it's going to be. Like, that's how my mentality was. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no plan B. Mm. I didn't go to college. Right. Like, there was nothing. Right. I had nothing. Like, so for me as a young actor at 19, I was like, this. if this doesn't work, <laughs> right. th- I haven't even reconsidered anything. Right. Else. Are you at that point? No, I I had a weird. You're like, I no, I was educated. <laughs> exactly. No, I went to Harvard. No, um, I had I went I went backwards because I I I I was, I was a personal trainer for ten years. Okay. I competed in powerlifting. I mean, okay. Yeah, I did some bodybuilding stuff. So I had actually built up a really good career in that. And look, I'd been like kind of pursuing acting, but there's a difference between pursuing it and fucking pursuing it. You know right. what I mean? And like. I like to think. Look, I'm not an athlete except for the fact that I did fucking powerlifting and I don't know sports. What's but- your max? Now, I mean, my no. Mac- what's the max you ever fucking did? Des- Just don't, don't, don't be <laughs> don't humble. fucking mince words. Don't be me. What's um, the like? Don't be humble. This my, is the Iron Rapport podcast. There's right. nothing There's no humble such- about this fucking podcast. <laughs> my my best deadlift was five seventy six. Damn, we- weighing one ninety eight, and then that same year I did five forty five, weighing one eighty one, and five hundred one, weighing one sixty five, all in one year. Like, were you competitive and shit? Yeah, I was top fifty uh, national deadlift in three different weight classes in one year. Okay, okay. So, you, what the fuck, man? How do you do all that shit? That deadlifting, are you? And you don't know sports. All right, we're gonna stay focused. <laughs> yeah. we're but basically, focused. my way of coming back to that is like, uh, most people. It's funny when you get into acting, you're like, oh, I hope to get fucking lucky. But I was like, if you approach this, like, I think the thing that powerlifting taught me is like, you got to pr- approach it like incrementally. In my mind, I was like, you got to break this shit down. You got to be willing to work hard. I think if actors worked as hard as athletes. Or at least had that same mentality. That's true. It would be very different. You know I, what I mean? True. You'd be fucking hitting it hard. Do you take a, a athlete's approach still as an actor? Because I do. Mm-hmm. At, like competitiveness, even within myself. Yeah. Like just like the tenacity of competition. Although I wasn't a great athlete, I had the men- the mental. Yeah. My physical. That's a whole other podcast <laughs> we could discuss. <laughs> right. That's a whole other discussion. That's- a sidebar you and me can discuss. But mentally, I especially in the beginning, like auditions when I'd go in there with other people. Oh yeah. It was like. I'd be, I wouldn't even try, like, some people would be, like, normal and friendly, like, and I wouldn't be, like, fight mode, <laughs> but I'd be like, this guy's a fucking, like, he's just not, not a dick, I just wasn't talking, right. like, it was like a basketball game, it wasn't like boxing, but it was like, we're, we're playing for the, like, for the spot on the right, team. Right, right, and you slap asses on the way out, and. Maybe, maybe if it's a good game. Right, right, if it's a good, it's if a good If I got audition. the part, if, if I got, didn't get the part, it's a fuck you, <laughs> exactly. I was a sore loser, anyway, no, yeah. I'm just playing, so go ahead. No, but yeah, so I, you know, in my mind, I. 
at one point I was like, all right, I need to, it was only a couple of years ago, maybe four or five years ago. I was like, I need to stop pursuing training the way I've been pursuing it, but actually put like wrap my mind, put my energy into the acting thing. And at that point, frankly, I was like, look, I have a living. I was making a good living. I was like, all I need to do is a little better than I did next time. Like I want to get like a couple of these like five line roles and then hopefully I can move on to, you know, guest star. And you pl- I think when you plan to work hard to, f- to do it that way, you sometimes get lucky. And I got fucking lucky because this one audition was Orange and Black. It was five lines on the page. I, I didn't even get the script. I got like the two pages it was on. I went in for an audition for the casting director, put it on tape. It was like three lines. And then they told me I booked it. And I was training a client when I got the call that I booked it. But it was also, it was... It now was you a- just, but Orange is the New Black was picked up for series. Yes, it was picked up for series, but Netflix had never come out. They hadn't come out with House of Cards yet. Right. So no one really knew what it would be, you know. And also the role itself was a possible recurring. So I could have been in one episode or two episodes or fucking 13. So it wasn't, so as far as you know, it wasn't planned that you were going to knock up. No. How do you say her name? Daya. Daya. Daya is a character named Dasha. Dasha, right. Okay, Daya. And so, so... Officer John knocks up Daya. Yeah. So when you got the part, you're just you don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what on. the fuck's happening. So you show up. You sh- so when did it become something that like you were like? Because how many episodes did you do the first season? Thir- I did all of them. 13. You did all the episodes. But I never knew that I was how many I was going to be in. Basically, until- it was episode to episode. Yeah. Okay. So, you know so to, to, to try to explain that, to, just to, to people, is like you can get booked on a show. Like here, let's let's do it in orange is the new black terms. Piper, the lead character, she's picked up for all thirteen episodes. Yes. It's it's called guaranteed. You're picked up. You're you're called a regular yeah. on the show. Or you could get picked up for it could be a guest star on one episode, which is what. What Matt is saying, his character was, but or a with co-star, the pos- which is actually it's backwards, but that's even lower. Co-star, co-star is, is lower TV, than guest star. In TV, is like five lines. See, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that shit about this. Be- I, I don't time. even know my spear. Like that's like beyond <laughs> that's my right. fucking. Like I'm exactly. so fucking far and beyond that shit. <laughs> right. Like, but thanks for you're, filling you're a regular the lead. emperor. I yeah, think I'm is just the, like the yeah. When I, I'm a show builder, right? Put me on the orange new black. That shit will cancel in a fucking. I'll show you what I do. All right, so so we're just trying to explain it. So you basically go, and it's a Netflix show. So when did you like it was Netflix? What the fuck is this streaming? Not yeah. streaming. What what is this? The pay is it SAG? It's full SAG. It's full SAG. It is full SAG. The residuals I think are not like fully worked out, so that's tricky and like they're still of, working that out, right? Yeah, it's slow to catch up. You know what I mean? And the residuals are something just just for for Joe 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 regular who doesn't understand this, and I'm not speaking down. Is that if you do a show on a network, okay? And let's say I'll just throw a number. Let's say you get thirty thousand dollars. Okay, an episode. When it starts airing again, like the people on Friends, although they're on some other level shit, but right. every time it airs, like I was on Friends four times, I still make money off of that. I don't make the, the, the same amount right. of money. <laughs> it goes down, and then it, like you'll get a check one day for 99 cents, and you'll be like, okay, that runs over. Okay, like <laughs> right. I did the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It still airs, and it's like, okay, it's down to right. 17 cents. Yeah, like time to get a new job. And you know what I do when the 17 cents comes in? What's that? I cash the fucking check, man. <laughs> okay, because I'm fucking, I appreciate that 17 cents. When it comes in, there's still like, I'm shocked that it comes in. You're not above it. I appreciate it. Fuck no. Yeah. The 17 cents comes in and I'll go. And I always feel like when I bring that check, because I'll bring those checks right, to like, the how bank. do you want it? You're like, no, fucking they, I, like the first, instead of saying, how do you want it? They go, you're Jewish, right? And I go, <laughs> all right. Anyway. All right. So, okay. So get to Orange is the New Black. Break it down. So, so you get there, yep. you do the show. And, and probably I'm assuming when you did the 13 shows, you just acted on 13 shows. And then when did it turn into something that you were like, oh shit. It was really the day it came out because we didn't know. We, in my mind, I'm like, oh, we have a good show here. But look, I, I'm a, 
if I have one strength that's managing my expectations and I don't get like shit blown out of proportion and be like, yo, I think this is going to be the next big thing. Like you can't even, you've been on enough shows to know even when it's a great show, even when you think it's great, it could do, it could get canceled. And, and this could, is a streaming show. So it's yeah. sort of like you're putting the whole load right. in one shot. Right. You're okay. Just, you got the money shot and like, the, and then you have nothing left. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, and then basically the day after it came out, like I started getting recognized and like, and then it just changed like overnight. Are you serious? Yeah. Like the day after it came out, like yeah. people were like Lieutenant John or Officer yeah. John. It was like it was actually the same day. I was fucking going because I didn't. I don't own a. I, I actually just recently bought a printer, but I didn't own a printer. I'd go to fucking Kinko's because I hate technology and dealing with that shit. And I was in Kinko's printing out some like audition sides, and someone walked by the window and did like a double take, and then came in. Was that the first time you had ever been recognized? Yeah. That's see, that's cool. Yeah. That's a good story. Yeah. So, and what cool. did they say to you? They're like, oh my god, you're on Orange and the Black. I was like, yeah. And they're like, like, oh, can I have a photo? I was like, sure. And then, and then that was it. And but were you like, oh shit? Oh, I was so excited. I like texted my mom. I like, I texted. Yeah, I, I was like, I was super excited. And I was, it's actually funny in the personal training field, like world. I like had been recognized. Like I had a bit of a presence in that world too. Right. But this was weird and different. I mean, it's just like on the street, just like randomly and everywhere and in New York too you see yeah, right. so many people you go to work you walk three blocks you right. get on the train you've, you've met you've walked by 500 people you know what I mean right LA you get in your car you drive to the studio you get out you barely see anyone right you know? so that it's alright so, so, so you, you're getting recognized that, that happens and then like when did it like start to like really become like whoa because it, it Orange is the New Black the first season and like Netflix and that whole thing like shows taking off on Netflix mm. I remember when I was like, wait, Kevin Spacey's doing a fucking show right. on Netflix? What, what right. is this shit? Right. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't that long ago, but it was like kind of like a rolling the dice. You didn't yeah. know what the fuck it was no. going to be. And then, and then that one came out first. Yep. And then you guys came. It like, was Arrested Development, but that right. was, yeah. But that was already an established <clears throat> yeah, show. exactly, yeah. That was already an established show. Yeah. So, so how far after it did it become like considered, this is a hit show, like you're now going to become an actor. Like you're like, this is going to change shit. Like, when did you start to realize, like, yo, this is changing up my shit? Because this is like a break. This is like an actual, yeah. a big break. Right, right. Well, that's the thing. I, I feel like, look, other people could have that mentality, but it's, always, it's fucking dangerous to be like, you're like, you know what? I'm good. I did it. I kept personal training for a long time after. And I'm not going to tell you how long after. But Are like, you still personal training? No, I'm not. I'm Will not you right. give me a I session? I today off. Okay, today's your off. Yeah, today's my off day. So you do when you do it now, like so. I'm saying, like, I so basically you're no, saying I'm not so training, no, because you're but, winking at me and right. you're like as if this is true. Like, so I could book a session with you, but you won't do it on a podcast. I, I won't do it on the podcast. But you, no, you're, but here's you my are, card. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. You see, so, I got but, a picture of me on shirtless on it. You can see I'm in really good shape still. Okay, no, I see. I, yeah. I, I know you're on some <laughs> shit. Let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. This show, it's all women. Yeah. The first season, I'm sure it went all smooth. Hmm. The second season, you have how many women are on the cast? Like, like a call sheet. Like, is like this is a big cast. There's, a, there's like forty of us that accepted the SAG award. I think 40, how many? Forty people. And I think forty like fucking maybe people. Four guys, something like that. Four dudes. Yeah. You, uh, Caputo. Yeah. My man Caputo, who yeah. I love, Schreiber. Yeah. And then who's the fourth? Oh, the Michael uh, Harney. He was the the guard, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the the warden, right? Yeah. yeah. He's a motherfucker. He is. But Caputo's my man. Yeah. I like great. that guy. I know. Have you guys met? I met. I feel like you and Nick would fucking get along. Now, I'm sure we would get along. Yeah. And is is it true that every single actor on Orange is the New Black had been on Law and Order? I think just about, except for me. You're the only one. Uh, yeah, and I fucking grew up fuck? in New York. I went there. My buddy, whose dad was the DP on the show, 
uh, you William Clare, and I fucking went there like as a kid would like play around. And I couldn't. I haven't got on that fucking. Have you auditioned for Law and Order? I have auditioned a couple times now, just a couple times. All right, okay, but every, it's not over yet. I read an article about like something where it was like every single actor. Nearly, yeah. It was like thirty, yeah, like twenty-five of the people had been on the fucking show. So, so being on, I'm sure you've been asked this question, yeah. but I want you to keep it fucking real here, uh-huh. Matt. Okay, this isn't fucking Good Morning America. <laughs> this isn't some fucking radio show. You're on a show with all women. Yeah. I got many questions about this yep. because. Listen, actors are fucking crazy. Yep, this is true. Males, men, male actors, men are fucking nuts. We are narcissistic. Yep. Give, give me what I'll else? I'll take that. Insecure. Uh, insecure, but like masked with like, you know, a facade of like, of bravado. Yeah. You know, you get like the fame and you're like, oh, I'm great. But even though you're like deep down, you're like, I'm a piece of shit. You know? uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a piece of shit. Like I laid out at the bed every night. I've been doing this 25 years. When I started, I was good. I, every night I'm, I, I lay there and I go, you fucking animal. You're a fucking piece. I mean, so, so I'm saying this first. Women, right. actresses, right. are on the same shit. It's true. Okay, it's so true. they're fucking off the chain. Yeah. I'm not going to say what they are because I just said what we are. I'm not, it's, no, it's not my place to say what actresses are. But I will say that a lot of them are fucking batshit crazy. Sure. So you're on the set with, 20, let's say, 20 actresses. Yeah. Now, none of them had been huge, huge, huge before that. Yeah. And then this show comes out. Season two, are these girls like fucking off the chain? Is it like fucking Girls Gone Wild, but, like, like, <laughs> but not like a party bus? Like, they're like, yo... Get the fuck out of the chair, Matt. Like, do you know your fucking lines, Matt? Like, is it, has, did it change with these girls? No, you know, it's like... Uh, I keep think it fucking I'm, real, I'm, man. I'm, I'm keeping name it real, names. man. I'm keeping... <laughs> name fucking Look, I got names. names for you, man. Piper, I got fucking names for you. which one? Natasha. I know right. Natasha. She's my girl. <laughs> I know Big Boo looks nuts. Uzo's winning awards. Fucking crazy eyes. Like, who's fucking batshit crazy over Dude. here? Come on, tell me, man. Look, I think you know, too. It's like fame is the type... It's a type of shit where it's like... You become a heightened version of the person you already are. If you're a fucking douchebag, you're a bigger douchebag. Fuck. If you're a nice person, it gives you more fucking ability to be like a nice person. That's dude. true. You know That's what I mean? That's true. Okay. That um, being said, who's the fucking wild card out of the bunch? <laughs> it's me. You. Not going to lie. No, out of the guy. Okay. All right, let me just throw them. Let me make it more specific. Who are... Right, here's, here's the question. You work most of the time with Dasha. Yeah. Right? Tell me out of all the people that you've worked with since, because there's a lot of guest stars on Orange is New yeah. Black. There's a lot of guest guest stars on How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. You, you, you know, there's, who's been the actor that you've worked with where you were most sort of like taken aback by their talent? Mm. Like, were you, like, you know, like I've worked with some actors where like in between action and cut, I'm like, whoa. Right. This motherfucker's really fucking good. Right. It's happened a few times where you're like, wow, this is somebody who's really good. So who has impressed you the most out of all the actors mm. you've gotten to work with on both shows so far? Well, I mean, fucking Viola Davis is is the shit. Right. You know what I mean? And like, she's she's insanely good and like a a, a fucking really good person. I've got a, I've been like both shows actually have they don't have like pieces of shit in them, right? Which is great. But you're writing down a name. A here. I can't. I'm writing read this it. name down. It's it's illegible though. Okay, sorry. Go uh, ahead. Because I broke my hand in a, in a bar fight last night. Right. Right. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, it's you know actually I think Pablo like my experience he's a good with actor. Pablo for the first time you know Orange was like my first real show and he had like a certain you know he's been working a long time he had right. a certain way of sort of I think commanding the space and the set and like it making it clear that like he has fucking creative ideas right he'd like to express them. and like I was just like I'm happy to be there trying not to get fired right you know trying not to like this was know. in the first season yeah in the first so season so you're seeing some like a seasoned vet sort of yeah oh that's good that, Pablo, Pablo Schreiber and he's Liev Schreiber's brother right yeah See, I didn't even know that he had, like, didn't even 
make the connection yeah. to like the second season. I was like Schreiber, Schreiber. I didn't know that. Right. But he's fucking dope, and they have totally, yeah. di- totally different styles. Totally of different. Actors. Totally different. And he's on a new show, The Brink, uh, HBO show. I just went to the premiere. Well, listen, well. we're not fucking plugging other people's <laughs> show. I got enough shit. No, they, I they give me plug. twenty dollars for you that. You got fucking. You, I mean, he's got to fucking pay me something for that. Right. This is a worldwide phenomenon. Residuals, you're so right. Pablo Schreiber's on The Brink. Right. That's great. Is there any fucking thing else you want to plug? Like, st- <laughs> don't, 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 like you can't sneak it in. You over know, Taco Tuesdays. No, 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 no. Okay, so now you've been to award shows yeah what, what award shows have you been to you've been to the emmys i went to the emmys as a nominee right you know uh or or the cast the show as a nominee i went to the sag awards we won for best ensemble yep. so i have one of those motherfuckers sitting in my house that's fucking dope. dope i was like even if i fucking quit acting now even if i never get a job again in my life i'll have a sag award I'm that's like, not that's a fucking cool. joke i'm like that's pretty funny you know dope. what i got look there's bug spray behind you that's what i got on my <laughs> show that's that's you see there's no fucking awards in here so go ahead what other um, award shows and then I actually I went to the Oscars. I was doing uh, I was doing some kind of behind the scenes stuff for them, like in the because I, I was the social media ambassador for the SAG Awards. Oh shit! Okay, I, I'm I like to post shit and act like an yeah, idiot yeah, yeah. on uh, social media. So they hired me to do that, and then I did this kind of like I was interviewing people behind the scenes of the Oscars. So I got to go to that too, which was pretty dope. Tell me the people, famous people uh-huh. that have recognized you, where you were like. I can't even fucking believe this. Right. Because well, I know that's happened. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the funniest. I feel like it's 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 funny to me because I'd never met Jared Leto. And I think like him and Dallas Buyers Club, that's one of the sickest performances I feel like I'd ever fucking yes. seen. And he, he, I think he thinks we've met. So like he'll be like, he'll like nod, give me a what's up nod. And then later someone tried to introduce us. And he'd be like, yeah, we've met. I want to be like, actually, we haven't met. You probably just saw me on Orange is New Black. Right, right, right. Uh, but I also don't want to be that asshole. Right, of course. Um but yeah, it, it happened with Kevin Bacon recently. It, it just—it's funny that show, especially Orange. Like so many people in our business watch it. Right. You know, it's 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 crazy how big of a phenomenon that is, and have, it is so weird. Yeah. Have you have you did you go to the White House or any shit like that? No, I didn't do the correspondence dinner. No. But did people from your show go to the White House? Uh, I can't remember if people from I can't actually. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know people. Every actor go all the time in, in and, America right. has met. President o- o- Obama, except for me. Like everyone I know has been in the house. Like right. dudes have played ball, watched right. games with them, barbecue. Like, and I was like, I'm sure Matt Orange is the New Black is a breakthrough show. I mean, I didn't go to that dinner, but I, you know, he's coming over for poker. Oh, so, so you, so you didn't go to this, his house, but he's been. No, to your he's place. coming to my house. See, every yeah, yeah. Fu- Obama has to be the, the coolest fucking president ever because, like, he has like. Listen, I know people that shouldn't. Know the president that know the president. Right. I'm not going to name names, but there's people I know that should just they they have too many selfies with the president. Right, right, right. Okay, and I know them. I'm not naming any fucking names. Right, but I, I and then they don't just have one. They have multiple wow. selfies. Are they like posted or are they kind of like on the DL? No, they post the fucking things. Wow. They're like you know, you get the president. Yeah. You know, they post it or he sends it to you. Because I have another friend who's met him, but like you can't take a picture, but he sends it. Some shit. Right. The bottom line is I haven't, haven't fucking right. no, I haven't yeah. got an invite. I like to play ball. Nothing. I'm going to see if there's an extra seat open tonight. Try to hook me at, up with at, that. At poker, and I'll let you know. Try to hook me I'll up let with you that. Know. Just remind me. All right, so more things about Orange is a New Black. Out of, out of all the, 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 uh, the shit that's been talked <laughs> about with, with, with girls and girls in show, and like, when did you realize that this show was like, forget the success of it. I mean, like, the, the, the fact that it's a female driven show, it takes place in a prison, it's. Probably the biggest cast of all females yeah, ever. Like, uh, I think so. It's sort of taken on a life of its own as this like feminist yeah. show. Is it called a feminist yeah. show? Or I mean, just a female-driven show? Yeah, but I think inherently just because most shows aren't. 
right. it, like it, it automatically is. You right. know what I mean? Like that's the de- like which I kind of didn't realize because I hadn't been working long enough. Both shows I'm in now are sort of very diverse casts, female right. driven. Uh, you know, Shonda Rhimes is the executive producer of How to Get Away with Murder. She's not the creator of it. Right. But like I kind of was like, I don't know. In my mind, I'm like, why why shouldn't it be that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like automatically you're you're just kind of like you're fucking in that world. So 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 just keep it fucking real, Matt. <laughs> the amount of chicks that recognize you. You you play a heartthrob. You probably yeah. play the most redeeming character right. on Orange is New Black. There's not a lot of redeeming men, men, men and women. Right. Like as far as probably the most sane, right. likable, non-flawed character, right. Officer John, right. Officer Bennett, right. Johnny as Dasha Sometimes yep. calls you, right? She's called you Johnny. Right. She has referred to you as uh, Johnny. She might have. No, I think she did because like when things got a little bit more close between you guys, she said did Johnny. You? <laughs> like you're like the like the heartthrob guy. Right. So listen, do women trip out when they see you? Yeah, a lot. Are there a lot like of times? What, what what is? They're just like oh shit because like they have this thing like you're a heartthrob, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I I have a mix like some at least every day I'd say someone would be like oh we've met before you know uh, they don't know where they met you sort of thing you, do you get that by the way or you've been I, in this I long enough that. Like, I mean you know usually if people see me I either the number one fuck you scumbag <laughs> you cocksucker uh, you, you tried to you know fucking you know fuck my sister and stuff, <laughs> like, shit like that or you know Mike Rapp what's up go fuck yourself right. like, they, like it's like a term of right, endearment right I understand you know? now, yeah. I mean I get I get everything in, in between but I don't uh, pay attention to it right because it's a lot of times like my, my, my kids or my girlfriend or friends will you know they'll point things out that are happening around me but I yeah. just try to keep my head right. down you I haven't I mean? gotten to that place yet where I'm able to tune it out I think I'm, I'm always been someone who's been always fucking looking around me it's and flattering like, too and, yeah. it's, and when, when you first get it it's it kind of, you know, getting recognized and having people look at you and point at you, and we're not complaining about it, but it, it's a little bit unsettling, yeah. particularly in New York. Like, you take the train. Totally, yeah, I do. So people on then they'll be like, yo, you're that dude. What yeah. are you doing on the train? Yeah. Like, and I'm then, like, I don't know, trying to fucking take, take the subway for $2.25. Yeah, exactly. I'm just trying to get downtown. <laughs> yeah. What's been the craziest thing a woman has said to you when she saw you? So for me, one of the craziest experiences that highlighted Simply the difference in, like, relationship to people with fame and stuff is this one girl at a bar was like, she's like, she's like, I feel like I've met you before. And I was, me and my buddy were, like, talking to her and we were like, we're like no. And we were kind of, like, playing around. We are like, no, I'm an actor. She's like, where the fuck do she's like, where do I know you from this and that? And then eventually I told her after, like, 10 minutes and she started crying. After she'd already met me for 10 minutes. Like, that's the funny thing where it's, like, the context of... You yourself weren't enough exactly. to make her cry. Trust me, I'm fucking not. You were boring her to fucking tears. <laughs> I was boring her to, exactly. But then when she found out, they were t- they turned to tears of right. joy. Yeah, and that that was bugged out. That's crazy. Well, because that's like you're like, man, I was a normal person to you. Minutes like literally two seconds before I told you that. Right. And and that's the fucked up thing too. Is as nice as it is to get all that validation, like you don't want to like rely on that shit. Right. You know what I mean? And like, it's hard not to sometimes. What about your boys? They're like, yo, I don't give a fuck what you're trying to not rely on. I'm trying to freak off. I'm trying to get as many numbers. It's I'm a- trying to get it, get it popping. As, like, are you, are, are you letting your, your entourage, Look, so to speak, are you letting your entourage live? Look, are you letting them do their thing? I think that, like, I didn't watch a lot of entourage, but my understanding from the show it doesn't work that way. It's not like all these girls are coming and then they're just hanging out around. It's like... It depends on... See, that, for Mark Wahlberg and Leonardo DiCaprio, when you're like that on some that right. shit... You're right. You're right. Which the show's sort of loosely based on both of their, their things. Right. That's another level of shit. Right. When Leonardo DiCaprio's leaving party with like 60 girls, like he's not going to have sex with all of them. No. He doesn't need to. Right. 
When you get to a point when you're leaving a party with, with 60 girls, you, you're, you're, you're in a different place then. Yeah. But that's that's a place I, I, I me me personally I wouldn't make it make it down from that place right, right. okay I, I'd be you'd find me dead and stinking <laughs> right. at the top of that place exactly. all right now you went to LaGuardia High School mm-hmm. I don't know if we had this conversation you know I went to Martin Luther King High School now no, I'm older I didn't know than that. yeah you did I went there at 88 89 87 88 89 um which and, and the, that year that I went to that school um, is the year they started letting the LaGuardia kids out because right. Martin Luther King is a shitbox high school. <laughs> Did you have the metal detectors there when you were there? They had everything. Yeah. They had everything. And LaGuardia is a performing arts high school, yeah. famous. It's the school that was inspired the, the, the movie Fame. Yeah. I mean, so many famous people have come out of there. Nicki Minaj, yeah. Adrian Brody, the Wayans brothers, who yeah. else? Adrian Grenier uh, in my year, f- fucking... Uh, Al Pacino, Jennifer Aniston, they went to the old performing arts. Yeah, when it was before. I mean, yeah. it's it's like every, like, not every, but tons of actors. And yeah. so when Matt you Matt McGorry went there. Who? who? Uh, Matt McGrory. Matt, Matt McGrory. Matt McGrory. McGrory. Yeah. I don't know him. Yeah. Okay, so when you went there, when you went there, were there other, other actors that have popped since then? Um, you know, well, Nicki Minaj is actually there at the same time I was, but I didn't oh. know her. I didn't know her at all. She's younger than you? Older She's than you? She's a little older, I think. Okay, she, we don't want to blow her no, up. No, I don't want to you know, say how old I am. Okay, okay. Uh, but, uh, and I don't know, not like, there's been people who've been working pretty steadily and stuff. But did you, so you obviously knew acting was of, of interest, because you have to Actually, what, three of the people on, on fucking Orange went to LaGuardia, different years than me. Who? Like three. Uh, Sel, uh, Sel, Selenus, uh Leva, um, Jessica Pimentel. Okay. Different years. Yeah, but all these fucking people. Oh, Lorraine Toussaint, I think, actually went there. Oh, shit. Yeah, now if I'm remembering correctly. Because originally LaGuardia was all the way downtown. Yeah. It, it was, it, and I don't even, you know, it wasn't called, it was called Performing Arts. Yeah. That was like Irene Cara, you know, fame, you remember my name, that, right? Right, yeah. That's so beautiful. when you auditioned to get in there, did you audition to go? Because there's acting, there's musicians, right. there's dance. Yeah. And what else? Theater? Uh, no, theater. Vocal. Uh, oh, you said that already. Dance. There's a tech major, like a, like a theater tech, you know, like to be behind the scenes. Yeah. Now, all the different instruments. My nephew actually got in. He's going. He got in for vocal and for playing the uh, the cello. So you auditioned to get in as an actor. Yeah. This is a tough question, Matt. <laughs> and I know you're playing it close to the vest. You're trapped <laughs> on a desert island. Yeah. Okay, it's just you. Tasty, Piper, Taryn Manning, who plays Tiffany. Uh-huh. Natasha Leone plays Nikki. Uh-huh. Uzo, <laughs> Crazy Eyes. Dasha. Uh-huh. Dasha. Caputo. Uh-huh. Dasha. Dasha. All right. Caputo. Just, <laughs> Caputo's on there. Lauren is on there. Alex, mm. who's uh, Laura Prepon. Yeah. Big Boo. Yeah. Laverne. Uh-huh. Aida, uh, who's, uh, who's uh, what's her name? Um, uh, um, um, Elizabeth Rodriguez. Yeah. Aleda, Aleda, sorry, Aleda, yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. Elizabeth. Well, I know first, Elizabeth. At first, I thought you were saying an actor's name. I was like, I don't know who the fuck that yeah, is. I, I mean, never, we got a big yeah, cast. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's that woman who no, said Elizabeth back, Rodriguez. Because all the, you got a lot of pretty, pretty yeah. chicks. Flocka, uh-huh. Jackie Cruz, who I would probably say she's probably my favorite uh-huh, okay. at all the ladies on the show. Okay. Um, and Maritza, uh-huh. Diane Guerrero, who yeah. I know. So all these ladies on, and it's you. You're going to spend the rest of your life. You got to pick one out of wow. them. You got to pick one. You just gotta pick one, and it's just—it's just for peace. It's just for getting along. But it's just you and one of these ladies from Orange Is the New Black. Here, pick two. You can pick two. <laughs> All right, let me think. So, I gave you I the think, list, and I, I left a few out. But look, I tried. And, I, to and just, I'm not gonna put this in. in I'm not gonna put this in appropriation. Or the showrunner, because if you—if if right. the thing, what's the showrunner's name? Uh, Genji. 
Don't hesitate when I ask you what the show You said, uh, Gingy. When I say, let me give you that again. What's the showrunner's name? A uh, Gingy Cohen. You better get that right. Right. She's born on what's your birthday? That's you, you don't April know 43rd, nineteen forty. Yeah, okay. When I say what's the showrunner's name, you better fucking know that. Don't go, uh, Gingy. Okay, so are I'm really, still trying to work out this shit in my mind. Like, know, well, you're, why you're, you're buying like, me time I, right you now? You have to answer this question. I've let you escape all the fucking hard questions about all the ass that you had to have getting. I know, I can smell that you're a stick man. I can feel that you're a stick man. I've let that go under the table. Now you just, this is to keep civilization alive right. and to do it in a peaceful way. Yeah. You get two women, two of these people, two of these people get to stay on. Pick it. You got to make a choice here. I'll say, well, Yale Stone, who plays Lorna. Okay. She's... She's one of my closest friends. Okay, okay, show. that's fine. She's so, Australian, right? Yeah, she's Australian. She's a good fucking actress. She's a great actress. Is she short? Yeah, she's tiny. She's a motherfucker. She's tiny, yeah. That's a good fucking actress. Yeah. That episode, I was always kind of oh, like... Oh, yeah, that episode was my favorite. You know which one I'm talking one, about, right? Yeah. Where she goes nuts, where she... she I got to say about that about that actress. I was always kind of like, what is she doing? The accent. I'm being honest. Yeah. The positive, you know, like, a, and I was like, what's her deal? And then my girl was like, that girl's crazy. Like, that's a crazy character. And I was like, no, I don't like the accent. Right. What the fuck is she doing? And then when she flips out and right. you see her backstory, I was like, that she was on the phone. Yeah. She was on the phone, yeah. right? Yeah. That's a fucking badass yeah, actress. She's and I mean, she's, bad meaning good. She's yeah. fucking no joke. She's sick. So you could tell her. She gets a full, like if I met her, I'd be like, yo. She gets a soft ass tea? She gets a soft ass <laughs> fucking tea for sure. She's fucking no joke. That girl's fucking yeah. strong. Okay, so you get her. She, y- Yael, is that how you say her Yael, name? Yael, yeah. Is she Jewish? No, what the fuck is she? I mean, she's Australian, but like is, Yael, yeah. I don't know what is that, some kind of fancy I don't know. name. I'm not sure Middle Eastern? No, no, definitely not Middle Eastern. And her not Jewish. Because ca- I could be honest, her character's name is what? Lorna. Okay, because all the characters on there... I, it's hard there's for a me lot to keep. Of, there's yeah. a, there's hard, it's hard to keep track of all the names. There's a lot of like names. I'll say like the bald chick, the black right. bald chick, who's <laughs> right. a fucking riot. What's her name? Yeah, wait, wait, which black bald chick? The, the with the short hair, not the bald chick with the short. She's always oh, talking. Pusey, Samira. Pusey. She wasn't on your list. No, I, I listen. I could. I didn't want to go. Fuck is this shit? Okay, you. Okay, so you might say you might want Samira. Now I like her too. Now I didn't. If you're listening to this. Don't think it's out of disrespect. Don't think it's out of disrespect that I didn't know your name. I fuck with you hard. I fuck with all the girls. There's so many fucking characters. It's hard to keep track of all the names. Yeah. It's not like a normal, not normal, a conventional show where there's like six characters. Right. Okay, so uh, saying that out of, like out of respect, because so far I haven't no, met anybody's I'm name. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would say I'm going to Like, I don't even more. know Caputo's take real name. Right. Nick. But I know he's a dope actor. Right. And I like Schreiber's real name. I don't know his his. I know his name is Schreiber. Right. What's his character's name? Pornstash or Mendez. Oh, Pornstash or Mendez. <laughs> right. Okay, so you're gonna pick Yael. Right. Now you get two more. Two more. No, one more to pick. I mean, one I think more. I have to go two. Two more. Two. So it's gonna be three. I'm, of fucking, you? I'm sorry. I'm Yo, greedy. You're, this I'm motherfucker's greedy. not I'm playing greedy. around. <laughs> okay, so it's three more. And if I didn't name them, you could you could pick them. Go ahead. It, it would probably be. I guess it would probably be Samira and Dasha. Samira and Dasha. Now, do you think Samir? Dasha, Samira, Dasha, and Yael can coexist now because this is going to be like the family. Like, like you have to think about that. You don't want you don't want chicks fucking on there like like Real Housewives of Atlanta, right? No, they're going to get along. And you know what? We have like a nice like array of like diversity. We're going to populate that island. It's not going to be a bunch of white motherfuckers running around. It's going to be like it's going to be like you're ready to populate it. Yeah, this motherfucker's (laughs) smiling. He's got a twinkle. Like you're ready to put it down. Look, if it's for the sake of humanity or at least humanity, that island, you know what I mean? I make sacrifices. Fair enough. Fair enough. I guess the thing that I want to talk to you about is because look, I'm a 
you know, you've you've been a comedian too. Like you've been a right. stand-up comedian. Right. And you're I an was actor. not very good. No, I don't believe that. I wasn't great. <laughs> All right. But like there you know, and I'm an actor. But act- you're a funny guy. I, I try to do, you, I do sketch you, comedy. I do but you know me and you connected yeah. from you breaking my balls. Yeah. Like I don't remember what you said to me, but it was something <laughs> yeah. along the lines um, um it was some some kind of fucking joke you made to me, like Mike Rapp, uh, I'm glad to be working with you. I'm like, you want to autograph? You were like, What the fuck are you why would I want your autograph? It wasn't right, right. so, no, but you right. broke my balls. I was like because right. the scene we were doing is serious and then you yeah. broke my balls. Yeah, you're like, and then I was like, This guy's and, funny. Yeah, all right. Well, so you're so, a funny guy. I appreciate. You haven't really been funny on Orange Is the New Black and How to Get Away with Murder. These are dramas, right? But I know you're. But I get funny... to be. I get to be the comedic asshole on Murder, which is awesome, right? Like they but let me improvise. It's still, it's still like, in a drama. It's, it's yeah. still within the framework of it. Yeah, and look, I do sketch comedy, but I've never, I've never written comedy. Okay, you know, okay. I try to be. I think I'm fucking funny on my Instagram. Um, but I'll be the fucking judge. Yeah, you be the judge. I'll be the fucking judge. <laughs> Scroll through. Going, let's read some I'll of them out loud. I'll be the judge of what's going thumbs on up, your Instagram. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but you know, I've been wondering a lot about like as I've I've become very recently in the last couple months like interested in feminism, and, which by the way means simply that you believe in equal rights for the genders. Like what, you know, what made you interested? In, do you think that? I have to believe, and tell me if I'm wrong, that being a part of the Orange is the New Black and, and the sort of social responsibility that that show has taken on, that that has spawned it. I have to, it has to be, and, and, and on how to get away with murder. It's, but, yeah. but, but Orange is the New Black is a, is a force in, you know, the new millennium's feminist movement, the feminist look, yeah. right? I, yes. The face of, it's one of the faces yeah. of femininity in the new millennium. Yeah. Can't believe I was able to articulate that. This right. is like some CNN right. shit. I think feminism, not femininity, Femin- right? Femininity? I don't fucking know. No, I think I Femini? had it right. That's a famous no. Italian chef, right? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> that guy. No, that was a, that was a killer. He was there was a Godfather too. It was Al femininity, <laughs> right? No, go, go, go ahead. All right, so anyway, uh, great so, al dente. so um, but ha, ha, or I'm asking you, has been a, being a part of that show sort of pushed you to be more conscious? I think it, in, like, without me realizing, I think it has. Like, I, I've always believed in all that shit. You know, my ex-girlfriend, when I told her, I was like, she's big into feminism. She talk, kind of talked about it to me when we were dating, but it never really registered for me as something that I was, like, identified with. Also, partly because I just didn't understand, I think, how fucking simple the definition of feminism is. Right. You know? Um, and I think that when I eventually started telling her about it, you know, because we're still, like, she's one of my best friends, she was like, I knew you were a feminist from the day I met you. It didn't it didn't matter whether or not you identified as one. Like, right. those principles I still had. But I think being on the show, it definitely, it opened my, like, like, I never really knew a trans person until knowing Laverne Cox. All right, so talk about, you know, being friends with her, working with her, yeah. knowing her. Because yeah. one of the things that, 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 that I have a problem with, with the politically correct police, mm-hmm. as I call them, yeah. is they're like, you should be more accepting. You should be more understanding. And, and, and this is so rare. Right. This is not a common thing. It's right. not like, oh, well, the Japanese have moved into our neighborhood. Like, it's not 19. Like, right. it's, it's like you don't come across transsexual people that often yeah it's true it's just the way it is it's, it's just because there's not that many right. many transsexual people so having to establish a working relationship and maybe a friendship yeah with laverne talk to me about that i will i'm so even like you know moving i think look in general people need to distinguish people who like get mad and like you know who you know the people who sent you the manifesto like you have to be able to you know and i'm referencing uh, a manifesto that i, uh, that I, I read on the podcast Mike. yeah that, 11 page manifesto right which look there's so many fucking terms there's a difference between not knowing something aka ignorance and bigotry that's true and that's the difference and i think the problem is and look I, ultimately i don't have a dog in the fight i'm i'm a fucking straight white 
dude who comes from a middle class family. Like, so I, I understand. I haven't been persecuted, so I'm not going to respond and like lash out when right. people like offend me. But like, it's important that like, like you're a fucking good dude. Like, right. I know you're a good dude. Right. And it's like, there's a difference between someone also who maybe like inadvertently offends someone and someone who like, doesn't give a fuck. Right. And, or who doesn't like those people. Right. And I feel like that's kind of why I wanted to talk because even as a comedian, it's like, look, you want to be able to fucking bust balls. You right. Know, you want to be able to make people to laugh and to make fun of everyone. But what is the, at what point is there the fucking responsibility? Like, hate where does hate that go? is not, hate is not, a, like, I always say on the show here or whatever in general, I'm yeah. like preaching the fucking Iron Rapper, but like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm not with the hate. I'm not with the violence. I'm not with the fucking hate crimes yeah. of blacks, Jews, homophobic I mean homosexuals any fucking body like the videotaping I've seen like videotapes of like people beating up transsexuals yeah. fucking disgusting yeah. I'm not with it for anybody no, no. And but the, one of the things in terms of transsexuals or any any per, we want to be treated just like you mm-hmm. well if you want to be treated then you have to be able to get your balls broken right. there's so many humongously famous gay comedians I've seen yeah you very fucking funny. Poke fun at themselves. Poke fun yeah. at. Th- if you can't poke <laughs> fun, then you're not. No- then that isn't normal. It's true. And if you're saying, "Well, we want you to be accepting, but we don't have. We're not going to be able to." Like black people can hear black jokes. Chris Rock can make black jokes all day. Chris Rock can make white jokes. Right. But if you can't, if you're going to get, if you're going to get ostracized for making transsexual jokes, then it's really you're not really being normal. Yes. you know what I'm saying. But here's here's so here's the thing that I've been like wrapping my head around. It's like. I think people making people making jokes about about different groups when when the when the people in those groups know that you come from a place like the reason why it's okay you know and I'm saying this I'm I'm not the fucking you know the moral police but if you're a black guy and you're making black jokes it's okay because you know what it's like to be black you know what it's like with all the, the the fucking the bullshit you have to deal with you know what that's like if you're a white dude that has a lot of black friends, right. you probably get away with it too. Right. Because they, they know that... I don't know any black people. Right, you don't know any black people. People I know. get that fucking confused <laughs> all the time. Right. And I, if you ever see me and you see me with a black person, it's probably not it's, the real yeah, me. Like, no, I don't know any... I rarely... I try to stay as far as... I, but honestly, I try to stay as far as I, away as possible. Right. But as far as knowing any personally, like not that no. any... Like I don't text any. Right, no, no, no. None have my phone no, number. No, no. You know Obama what I mean? would be like the a, only one you would want to really... Just but it's like a myth a that like, yeah. people always associate me with black people and like you must... No, I don't need... I've never fucking hung around. I've never like slapped... Nothing. I was like, go ahead, go Yeah, ahead. that picture on your wall, I thought it was Tupac, That's but not, it's Jimmy Carter, Yeah, right? it's, it's yeah. Jimmy Carter. That's yeah. not fucking... There's no, there's no black people hanging on the wall. It's no. like fucking uh, Sal's Pizzeria in here. <laughs> exactly. All right, so go um, ahead. So basically, my thought is like, look, if you, if you understand the fucking experience, then it's okay. Like, I made a joke today. I, I, you know, I posted a thing on Instagram. This, this, uh, this girl, a friend of mine, was, we we're going to hang out, and she was like, oh, man. She was like, you know, I've been bed, in bed all day, lady problems. And I said, I was like, oh, that sucks. You mean the wage gap? Uh-huh. You know, and it's like she knows that I care about that right. shit, so it's okay. The the tricky thing is like if you don't, if you like, there's all the so the, tr- the thing is the trans community is some of the most like ostracized fucking people. Like Absolutely. the rates of suicide are insane. Yeah. You know, we don't come in contact with a lot of these people, generally speaking. Yeah, and so the difficulty is like when, when I think the, the common thing is it often becomes about look, and I've you know I. Uh, this all all the shit is new for me. Right. I'm interested in this shit, right. and I don't even know all the terms you read off on this. Right. Thing. You a know lot what of I mean? fucking terms I read off of right. that manifesto. Yeah. The problem is when you when someone lashes out at you for that, and instead of even just being like like me, I was like, hey Mike, I was like, I I have some ideas about what you said. Can we right. chat about it? Like when you lash out, like I remember someone, you know, 
some Jezebel, which is a big feminist site I just did an interview with. Right. And I called out a piece they did before where I first declared on social media, like, I'm a feminist. Right. And they were like, and I was like, the definition is cloudy to people. Which, and they're like, how is it cloudy? And they filed it under dirtbag. And I was like, when you do that, you risk ostracizing someone who is potentially an ally. Right. And like, I want to understand this shit. The thing I think with the, the trans community is their fucking suicide rates are so high. Like, like they're, they have like the hardest time, I think, of like anyone getting fucking jobs. Right. And it's hard because it, it ends up all being a lot of it. I feel like from my understanding of it is about a look like imagine like how hard it is like to to find love as a trans person. And then even if you found love, can you imagine how much your fucking friends would break your balls if you dated a trans person? Like right. that's fucking hard. Absolutely. That's tricky. Absolutely. And so in my mind, I'm kind of like it's 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 tough territory because it's. They're so fucking ostracized. You know what I, I mean? Like, I hear that's you. The, 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 I, I, that's why, like, it's not like I've ever thought twice about breaking balls of a transgender right. person. I know that's like... Be, because, I know you're, like, you're, now you're trying not to... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm trying not to break balls right. of the transgender community. And the transgender community, you have to think that's funny. That's fucking funny. I don't, I, it's like, I think it's, it's, just, it's just ironic. And, and now Caitlyn Jenner is the face of transgender community. And, I, and I, you're not one to answer. It's like, I wonder... What the transgender community thinks of that. Right. Like the fact that Caitlyn Jenner is getting an award for, at the ESPYs right. that Muhammad Ali got, right. that Michael Sam got the Arthur Ashe Award for doing nothing having to do with anything to do with sports. Right. To me, he was doing something, she was doing something that she wanted to do for herself and monetizing it. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a, it's two parts. It's like she obviously, Bruce Jenner, but when, before she was Caitlyn, was going through this thing. Took the step, was like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. Yeah. That's cool. Sure. But if you had done it in Montana, like, he could have went away. Yeah. Before, and, like, you know, kind of stripped it off. You could have sure. never been on the Kardashians. Right. You could have went away, done it, and be like, oh, shit, come back, continue this Bruce Jenner. It right. wouldn't have been this thing. But to have the whole world watching yeah. it and, you know, having these terms and, like, it's the new normal. And saying, like, you know, the story was here the whole time. It's like, where, was that what you wanted? You wanted to be the star of the Kardashians? Right. Because now you've made yourself... Like, I, I was saying the other day, like, Kim Kardashian and the Kardashians, they get chased by paparazzi. Mm-hmm. But what Caitlyn Jenner is going to deal with the rest right. of her life yeah. is going it's, it's to, it's, what the Kardashians go through is going to look like fucking kitty right. play. Nothing, like, yeah. you're never going to get a, a, a manicure, pedicure with the ladies right. without 300 paparazzi yeah. people. You're never going to the hair salon. You're never going to be able to experience what it's like to be a woman because you've brought so much attention to yourself. Right. Now you're a fucking prisoner of it. Right. Yeah. And, well, that's, and that's where I'm like... That's not good for you, right, Caitlyn Jenner. And I don't think that I think that that's just like I don't know. There's something <laughs> self-serving about it. There's something very Kardashian about it, and that's the thing that gets me going, right. And you know I think, mean? look, I, I think that like wanting to transition from what I can imagine, it, it, and I and I do believe that you know her intentions are as pure as any person. Of that course, feels that they were the, not. Yeah. Right. I don't know. So maybe maybe they weren't thought out. But, you know, the fact that... This is what I was thinking. Like, Bruce Jenner was very fucking famous. Right. Enormously famous. Like, is this kind of like, you know, like... And I think sometimes, like, you know, like, if you're an actor, you experience fame, and you have have certain... There's a certain sort of rush you can get from that, right? Right. And if you keep it contained, you appreciate it, and you you keep it in in perspective, it's good. You could, like, oh, shit, I was able to get into that restaurant. Like, if you're not a fucking dick and an asshole and take it too far, but, like, there's certain things, there's benefits from fame. Like, I was thinking, like... Did, did, did you want that fame? Right. Like, did you want that rush of coming back with that decathlon medal in the 70s? Right. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, look, so, so there, I think there's two separate things. There's the thing of wanting
wanting to transition, which I feel like, great, awesome. I completely support that. And then there's, look, I think she's a fucking great businesswoman from everything I've heard. You know, like I read an article, it was a thing near magazine article, they were talking about the whole strategy of it. And partly, look, in general, this is the whole strategy of what Kayla was doing. Yeah, the wow. the way the way that it was done was right. done in a specific to way to capitalize. To capitalize. Wow. I mean, and that's that, the thing that gets me fucking nuts. And I get it, but also at the same time, it's like you're also getting by doing that, you're getting the maximum amount of exposure. You know, for something that like most people have no fucking idea about. Right. You know what I mean? So like, I'm not saying that's necessarily the the reason for it. Right. But you're getting the maximum amount of exposure and all and and. You know, which I think is a good thing, and you know the other stuff. It's like you know you're gonna you're gonna try to make a fucking buck from it, and you're gonna do this anyway, probably. Right. Um, you know, and and I've had you know I've seen I've been reading things, and there, there's some people that that like there's a lot of inherent issues in it, and it's funny because as soon as you know uh, she transitioned, all of a sudden she's now compared to other women, and like there's a lot of fucking tra- the, the crazy thing is there's a lot of trans people out there. Who don't have the money, right? And who don't have the resources That's the thing. To, to 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 you know to to do that to, to go do through the surgery it costs in that a lot way. of money, yeah, and to go through the surgery to get all the facial feminization, right. uh, feminization surgery and the and the hormones. So it's like we also have to remember that you know. And where's the money going? Like like I haven't seen when you when for the trailer for the for the for the I am Caitlyn special. Twenty five of the percent of the proceeds are right. going to the blah 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 right. charity. I haven't seen the the fifty percent of the proceeds of right. Vanity Fair are going to the blah 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 charity, whatever right. the fuck that charity right. might be. Where is that? Right. You know, it's <laughs> like yo, how much money do you motherfucking people need for doing nothing? Right. Right. All right. That's it. This is the I Am Rapport podcast. I'm in here with my man Matt Magori. Let me. There is one thing I forgot to ask yeah. you. Jail. Yeah. Jail culture. Jail mail. Because you play a a a, 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 a um, corrections officer. corrections yeah. officer on the show Orange Is the New Black, what has been your? Have you visited jails? Have you gotten jail mail? Do, does the jail pop is the jail population exposed to Orange Is the New, the New Black? And what has that been like? And since you're a corrections officer, yeah. I need your your opinion on these two escaped murderers upstate. You oh, know I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't hear about this yet. I have to. Two I escape murderers. They, they they didn't just get out of jail. They didn't just break out of jail. Right. They had like fucking chainsaws and and buzz saws, and they had like somebody was sneaking stuff in. You know Holy about this? Shit. You play a crooked correction officer with a bum fucking right. leg. On you think it was me? You think it was me? I'm not, I'm just saying. Right. I'm just saying. You have insight to this. So some some they're saying it was a female corrections officer brought. Um, um, like some shit in, like a, like a saws and like real equipment yeah. to bu- bust through pipes. And they're saying this is not bullshit. You're gonna be like, now you're fucking uh-huh. around because if you don't know the story so well, they're saying that one of these guys, and they're both convicted yeah. murderers, is is apparently well endowed, and that his his his, and he's a real coxman, similar to you wow. again. Wow. On, <laughs> wait a fucking minute. Wait a fucking minute. Similar to you on Orange Is the New Black, and and apparently one of these murderers. Oh, you're saying he he was, like, with the corrections officer? That's what they're saying. They haven't pieced it together yet. But these two fucking guys are running. I mean, they're dangerous people. Right. Okay, so obviously I can't ask for any insight. I don't know what rock you've been living underneath, Matt. But but as far as jail and and doing a show that's, you know, about jail and celebrates jail and shows the good, the bad, and the ugly and sort of the humor of jail— do you have any contact from you from like the prison I population? I don't get a lot of con- you know I, I don't get a lot of contact. I talk going into it. One of my friends' dads was a psychologist for like male corrections officers. And there's look, there's something inherently the the reason why you know it it, it technically is not it's not consensual like what happens between me and Die on the show. Like 
it's it's almost like the same as like when you're on the when you're on a fucking show with all women like and you're a couple there's a couple dudes you get a lot of like attention like the power dynamic is very different right you know and I think women in prison also you're not like getting laid on the reg you know and it's right. like it, it it changes it changes the whole fucking power dynamic you know right and it's like uh, I don't even remember what the fuck the question no, was. no the question was <laughs> like do, do you know if 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 the prison community the female oh. prison know about the show like can I, they I, watch I've you know? heard that other other Women on the show, I think, have gotten, yeah, have heard about it and, and everything. And we've done, we do work actually with the, uh, the Women's Prison Association. Have you went into the, have you went into any no, prisons? No, I haven't been into the prisons. That would probably be interesting. That would be. I mean, I wonder, you, you, I don't see why you wouldn't be allowed to go in there and talk to them. Yeah. If you could go in there, I'm sure it would be uh, filled with a lot of different things because you'd meet, you know, people that you felt bad for, yeah. murderers, everything in yeah. between. But women, it would be even more, uh, more of a trip. Yeah. This is the <laughs> I Am Rapport podcast and we're out. American Giant sponsors the I Am Rappaport podcast. Go to American-Giant.com. Check it out. T-shirts, sweatshirts, American-made, American-manufactured, really good quality, soft, rugged, hoodies, sweatpants, all of it. American-Giant.com. American-Giant.com. The slogan for American Giant that we created is American Giant Clothing. Champion. Can't fuck with this shit, yo.